Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Indeed, Ross. If I tell a joke and it falls flat, I've been known to tell it again five minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say, if you tell a joke and it's been cut, you've been known to contact me and insist that it makes it in. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi, Will. Hi, Hugh. How's it going? I'm Will. Everyone knows me. (laughs) It's very unfair, wasn't it? I didn't even tell you I was going to do that. that, is, Is that your best Will impression? Um... Uh, hello, hello, hello. My name is William C. Bagmont, if you're a... Okay, now the listeners have just got too confused because they've heard Will's voice and your voice. Um, Ross McGuire, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Hugh. I'm, uh, you know, a long time, first time. Uh, I've, I've listened to uh, several episodes of um, Legitimate Loves. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to be coming straight in to the hot seat as a uh, co-host, um, right in at the deep end of yeah. the uh, paddling pool of podcasts. <laughs> Do paddling pools have deep ends? Yeah, I mean, paddling pools notoriously not deep, <laughs> to be honest. Um, well, maybe if your garden has a slight lilt <laughs> to it. Yes, straight to co-host is used. It's like being appointed directly to the Supreme Court. Kind of, yes, like, exactly, exactly. Straight out of law school in my yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like LeBron James, who went from high school to the NBA. Yeah, and sorry, when was he appointed to the Supreme Court? So, uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that. The parallels with between yourself and LeBron. I mean, where do they begin and end? Would you say? Probably the biggest overlap is that we're both extremely good basketball players. Apart from that, I don't think we've got anything really in common. Yeah, your your six seasons with the Pelicans sort of go on unmentioned, yeah. but yeah, you've said you you listen to the podcast a lot, Ross. I mean, 
like what 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 position does it hold in your life? You know, because some people listen to podcasts for comfort. Some people listen, mm. you know, on a commute. Like, what? How do you how do you enjoy the podcast? Um, mostly hourly, um, uh, sometimes topically. Um, uh, no, I've been uh, you know as part of my weekly routine. I enjoy listening to it uh, of a weekend morning, uh, usually in the shower. So I guess for hygiene reasons, okay. um, I I listen to it. Now, the episodes tend to run to about 58, 60, 60 Oh, I'm like minutes. a prune by the end of it. <laughs> like yeah. a squeaky clean prune. <laughs> but uh, I, I, do, I do also listen to it for comfort as well. There was one time I, um, I was in France. Uh, it, it, was, it was New Year's Day. Uh, I, I was quite hungover. Uh, like now, uh, then I, I also had a cold. I was quite bunged up. And uh, for some reason, I decided to take the world's tallest uh, vertical cable car journey uh, to the top of a mountain, despite the fact that I was, as I said, bunked up with a cold, hung over from New Year's Eve and uh, desperately afraid of heights. Um, so it was one of the most uh, traumatic mornings I've had in a long time. So I did genuinely have the thought as I was going on the second half three kilometer vertical ascent up the sheer face of a French Alp I thought to myself I know what I'll do I'll listen to legitimate likes and my friends will distract me with conversation uh, as opposed to the uh, cable car box of screaming French people that I was in <laughs> and, 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 and did it work was it the New Year's no, episode not I wonder really. it was the New Year's episode mm. yes um, uh, it, it, it distracted me to a certain extent but the, I think there's only so much distraction you can have from the fact that you're in a box several kilometers above the ground yeah, about uh, that to has die. stopped for no reason for yeah. several minutes off the side of a actually even thinking about it I'm, I'm getting slightly queasy uh but it was a good episode if there's one thing worse than you know moving up very high in a, in a small box and, and ascending it's probably yeah the not ascending it's probably just the owner oh no, we've paused yeah. Mid climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And presumably, if you were hungover and if you had, as you said yourself, a bunged up head, there's a lot of air pressure going on when you're going up multiple kilometers. I mean, did Absolutely. you could you feel that? You could on the way up. There's a lot of air popping. Uh, the descent was one of the more spectacularly painful experiences of my life on a physical level. Obviously, the, mm. the ascent was more kind of emotionally uh, painful, uh, but the descent was, was spectacularly physically painful as the pressure changes uh, took place in various uh, sealed, newly sealed chambers of my, uh, of my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say to that. I do know that... Um, People rarely do. The one, the one time I was on a... A ski lift up a up an uh, French Alp. Um, the the person I was with uh, claimed that his his brain was trying to escape out through his nose. Is that a sort mm. of feeling that you were getting? Yeah, definitely. Combined with my uh, my kind of eye sockets collapsing in on themselves like a neutron star, uh, threatening to take out everything around me. Um, uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was uh, it was a lot of things. Speaking of collapsing in on itself, it's time to uh, call on two producers today. Welcome to Anya oh. and Michael. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Ross. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. What's the collective noun for producers? A frustration. Yeah. <laughs> Preponderance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get straight into it. This week. We're talking about the cinema. 
Fascinating. Uh, or movie theatres or picture houses. So we're going to be talking about whether or not they're a legitimate like going to the cinema, the other types of people you meet at the cinema, or you can go to the cinema when you can just watch movies at home, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we'll be talking about our snack preferences, uh, other habits of, of other cinema goers that annoy us, and uh, things we like and don't like about cinema. So that's where, we're, that's where we're going. But to begin with, we've got our classic Legitimate Likes three-question quiz. Nikon, you've got a question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off. Very exciting. So in 2010, BBC film critics Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo created a cinema goer's code of conduct. Okay, I'm going to give you three items from this code of conduct, two of which are real and one of which I've Just made. Just hold on one second there, Michael. <laughs> this was put together. Simon Mayo, I've heard of. Mark Kermode, I'm not sure <laughs> of. Now, I have I have on occasion marked a commode. It sounds, his name sounds like an instruction to a sick patient. What's his name? And I, I for one, have taken that instruction during a long stay in hospital a number of years ago. Mark commode on you. One of my favorite things is people whose names are also sentences. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They're usually in the imperative. They usually are. Group. Now, sometimes they are in a more narrative form. Yeah. Like Jeremy Irons, for example. Yes, you know? <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah. Mark Commode, now is it like the Earl of Sandwich, Michael? Was was it named after him? Was he? Did he suddenly say, do you know what? I'm going out to hunt, but actually I don't have time to go to the toilet, so I need to go really quickly, so I'll just get a bowl, and then yeah. after that it was called... I've been using these two slices of bread, but that's a terrible system. I could use a bowl. <laughs> now I've looked him up. His name is Mark Kermode. That's that's a, a puppet frog. Yeah, and it's spelled with a K and everything. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Actually, I think, is that like is that like a 3D puppet frog? It's like when you move to like a cuboid, you know? <laughs> a kermode. Yeah, kermode, kermode. Michael, give us your best Kermit impression. I'm Merc Kermode. I'm the heir, the heir to the Kermode fortune. It's not bad. Thanks very much. It's, it's surprisingly impressive. Would you would you take your millions? Uh, of course you would. What am I asking? If, if you if if you were an heir or or a, an heiress to a commode fortune, hundred percent. Yeah, it's not it's not yeah. really a controversial. It's not really a controversial. It's not like being like an opioid or an arms um, dealer sort of heir. or something. Like, like you're an arms dealer. Like it's pretty. Like yeah. people are pretty positively disposed towards commodes. You know, they're there when you need yeah, them. Yeah, but you say you, know? you meet up with all the other heiresses like Paris Hilton and stuff, and they're like, oh. And yeah. you're like, well, you know, it's... It is. You're not You're not exactly like a tech billionaire. <laughs> you're really, you know, it's less sexy. If you're an heir to a hotel fortune, you've been peddling stuff that's probably, on a, on a, on a just physical level, probably much filthier than that's most commodes. That's very true. <laughs> that's true. At least that's a commode true. has no notions about itself. Exactly. Come on, guys. Yeah, I don't know like... why commodes getting all the bad press. They're like... <laughs> I don't on. think it's normal that you like them as much as you do. Look, it's been a while since I've used them, but when you're when you're in that situation, when you're when when you're when you're at Defecon One, if I can put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're well enough to walk to the commode, why can't you just walk to your ensuite? Uh, wasn't well enough to walk to the commode. Secondly, Anya wasn't in a private hospital, so I didn't have an ensuite. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Anya. Didn't have a personal consultant attending me. I wasn't well enough. I was I was able to just slop out of my bed <laughs> onto a commode beside me. I was connected to a big machine, yeah. which therefore I also couldn't bring that to the the bathroom with me. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, did, there's your answer. Did someone have to, did you have to bring someone in to, to help you? 
No, no, no. But I did just, you do just have to say, nurse, I'm finished with the commode. I'm take it away. <laughs> and you cover it. I think there's a seat you can put down. On it's that. like a defecation throne. Yeah. You, so, you were saying this is a public hospital. Was this a public ward? Yeah. You were just on your shitting throne in the middle of this public ward. <laughs> they put up <laughs> curtains, modesty curtains, I suppose. Like a, like a defecatory Davros. Um. <laughs> like that's I, I don't know I think you enjoyed it oh well I'll tell you what I, I had no I had no desire whatsoever to use it the first time but ultimately yeah you liked it when 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 push came to shove as it were <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I thought you know what this is this is the life I lead now sorry I should say yeah. the life I led for a relatively short period of time I don't yeah. still lead it but you know what if I have to go back to it at some point <laughs> so be it oh, yeah Time made snow for no man. And were they nice to you about it? Yeah, of course they were. They were nurses. They're a caring profession. I mean, it'd know? be terrible if they came in with a look of disgust every time, wouldn't they? Listen, Anya, I'm, I'm sure they saw a lot worse, you know. Um, mm. uh, well, we all know Hugh's position for the inevitable episode 324 legitimate likes nurses episode. <laughs> <laughs> Commode nurses specifically. <laughs> is that it's, uh, that's its own discipline, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like midwifery, you know, yeah. or like yeah. veterinary nursing, yeah. commode nursing. Yeah. Now that's when you actually nurse the commode. <laughs> <laughs> and do they all have to do the, the, the commode voice as well? Oh, yeah. I'm, can you? I'm here with your toilet. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that make hospital a better place? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel I've derailed things slightly. Michael, what did Mark Commode say? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. So, they uh, created a cinema gore's code of conduct. So, I want you to Why are you me- gone like Trump? Again. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, on you, we've discovered all our impressions come back to Trump. Yeah. Oh, mine, mine, just, got, mine just got very Jamaican. <laughs> They're very good people. Very nice commodes. It's the best commodes. Okay. <laughs> the best commodes. Money can buy. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Okay, so I'm going to give you three three cinema, uh, rules from the Cinema Goes Code of Conduct, two of which are real and one of which I've made up. Okay? So, first one. No eating anything harder than a soft roll. <laughs> number two. No getting up to use the bathroom. And number three. No shoe removal except where culturally appropriate. Such as in Japan. Well, of course, he'd say that about the toilet because he just has commodes in every seat, is he? Yeah, that's yeah. money, money, yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, himself and his wife, Delilah Bedpan. Um, <laughs> the, so, uh, now, clarificatory question, uh, Michael. Yes. Is it a three-rule list? Are no, these... I think there are maybe... I think okay. there are eight. I think there might be eight on it. Yeah. I feel that kind of changes the calculus because it's a rather strange three things to prioritize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Of, yeah. one of them is from your mind's eye. But uh, okay, I just wanted to, to clarify that. Yeah. So there is so there is only uh, soft foods, no toilet breaks, and um, no shoes. Then, of course, no shoes. Well, I think the shoes one. Okay, strap in, Ross. We're going at Michael, right? So, first of all, if he... <laughs> the, the toilet one is, is so boring. Like, he can't have made that up, you know, unless it's one of the cases where he wrote the quiz, you know, 30 seconds before or after we started recording. So that's too boring. So he can't have made that one up. Secondly, the Japan <laughs> one, right? So here's where, you know, Michael, if he made that one up, I'm intrigued that he chose Japan. 
Because obviously I'm sure there are other countries where it's culturally appropriate to take off your shoes. But obviously Michael would put in an example to make him sound very worldly and very aware <laughs> of other cultures and people. Is Japan the one he'd choose? Maybe. He has been to Japan. <laughs> and then the first one, the soft roll. Soft roll is such a Michael phrase, isn't it? Eating nothing harder than a soft roll. Yeah. Like soft roll is Michael all over it. What's your thought, Ross? I, uh, they're both slightly too detailed. So he, mm. uh, Michael's done a good job of, of kind of lining them up in, 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 in their kind of, um, uh, you know, failure. Um, but <laughs> the, uh, I, I'd have to go with the soft roll as well. I think it's too... You think that's the made-up one? Yeah, I think I buy your logic that... that do, like, do people take their shoes off in the cinema? I'd, I, I think Michael takes his shoes off in the cinema <laughs> and also has been to Japan. I'm actually entirely buying into your logic, you. And yeah, that is from Michael's mind's eye and uh, Mr. Mayonnaise and uh, Philip K. Toilet. Uh, are the ones obsessed with soft foods. Okay. I'm getting wilier and wilier each week. I've I've wrong-footed you guys. Better not be the toilet. If it was the toilet one, I'm quitting the episode. The bathroom one was me. Ah, yeah, so boring, Michael. So boring. You have no imagination whatsoever. <laughs> I take that as a win. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. If it, was the, if it was the other one, if it was the Japan one or the soft roll or whichever one Ross didn't finally... <laughs> Agree on. I'd have gone with it, but no. Okay, fine, great. Um, go on, give us the other rules then. Um, I don't actually have them here. Um, so no, obviously you don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did read a uh, a another think guide of etiquette to the cinema, and it said that kissing in the cinema should be should be less than ten seconds. Consistent, consistent nine point eight second kisses, like. You yeah. know, and just... Break out the tiny glow-in-the-dark egg timer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anya. So I actually have two questions, Michael, which I'll sandwich in. Yeah, go for it. So what uh, percentage of a cinema's profits do they get from the concession stands? Oh, it's definitely like 80%. Can I ask a question? What does concession stand mean? Like, why is it called a concession stand? So concession is the, is the noun from the word, the verb concede. So why is it, what's a concession stand? Why is it called that? Well, yeah, what are they, what are they giving up? Yeah. You know, what, what quarter well, are they seeding You know, to if you? you go into like a department store, the brands mm. are called concessions, but I don't really know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Michael, figure that out for us. Why is it called a concession stand? Uh, you think 80% Ross? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Because like when they charge you, you know, 73 quid for a bag of Maltesers or whatever it is now. Mm. Like, and popcorn you know, is so cheap to make, so so cheap, and it's like, f- you know, four ninety five for three pieces of popcorn, and then five twenty five for a large battling pool of popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they are absolutely creaming it in on the concession stands, you know, like a bag of Revels with hardly any Revels in it anymore. Mm. Twenty quid. Yeah. Throw in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like if you said 12 that was a believable number you just overshot a bit I, I had to know no but it is you know yeah like you wonder like like did were, were they blessed by the Pope or something you know or like <laughs> is there is there a special golden snitch revel in each one you know something like that um, okay let's go with Ross let's go with Ross 80% of their profits 
So it's actually 85 uh, or less oh, es- estimated at 85. And one of the reasons for that is I think that there's very little money in the actual cinema showing because they have to share that. Whereas, you know, the, the, I think it's the profit is more complex. Whereas if you're, I, th- I, think, I think the markup on popcorn is something like nine times what it costs to make yep. it. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be easier to just run a sweet shop there? Yeah, that's a great point, Michael. What are we doing <laughs> here? And they've all sorts of uh, dastardly tricks. So, you know, obviously when you go in, you have to pass through the concession stands. And also, mm. have you ever noticed what all the stuff is just the size of everything is enormous. So even though you're only getting maybe like a normal sized thing of Revels, the ad, like the packaging and the, the, the stands make everything look like it's sort of, you know. Mm. You're, Do you try that as well, Michael? And do they do and they you employ package very... yourself up in like sort of big shoulder <laughs> well, pads and things? This is what I'm wondering. <laughs> well, you see, I'd go the other way. Like if I was running a cinema, I'd employ very small people to work behind the counter so that everything they're handing to you seems much Enormous, bigger. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like if Shaquille O'Neal is handing you a pack of Revels, it's going to look tiny. Do you know? But if yeah, whereas if you did it, Michael, like oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. this largesse, exactly. it's too much. It's too much, sir. <laughs> Had to just revels one at a time. <laughs> so concession stands, um, apparently originally when cinemas operated, they the sweets and snacks were sold by third parties. So they were basically, the concession was to them Uh-oh. to allow them to sell them to people Ooh. coming in the same way that a department store is, Anya. Yeah, there you go. go. So, Anya, you used to work in retail, didn't you? I remember meeting you for lunch one day while you were working there and you were a little put out because of some feedback you just received from your... Your manager. Oh, is this the day the woman told me I was a dope? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Very direct, very direct I, feedback. I was, honestly, yeah. I, I was so insulted in my face. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's not. I've used that word about people, but to their face, you. No, no. And you know what? Um. I brought the wrong kind of sellotape over to wrap a present, and it was like, "Are you a dope? My my grandson could do a better job than this." And then, so we're standing in the shop floor, and I was, I'd say, I was nineteen, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, could we talk about this somewhere else? Maybe, maybe not in the shop floor." She's like, "No, you've started it here, so we're going to have this conversation here." And uh, like, it, 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 it was shop rules <laughs> but it was a very it was a, a kind of an old-fashioned family-owned shop and uh it, it had like it was just like working in 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 a dickens novel like it was it was bonkers um and it was it was back-breaking labors of because their stock room was like three buildings away up like 14 flights of stairs so every time somebody wanted do you have this jumper in an excess muggins here would have to stump off it was just God, it's I know I know all the various you know those kind of jobs are all I don't know, but I like I've a, I would a million times pick uh, being a waitress or working in a bar over working in retail. It's it's mm. I, maybe it's not all like that though. Maybe that woman was a well, was an exception. It seems like you weren't you weren't cut out for it anyway. No, so it's but it was all the about Miss ha- Mrs. Hannigan and Annie. You know that's the, that was very much how it's like. <laughs> Michael. I also remember one time I met you after that job, right? And I had tried a new eyeliner look that was quite heavy. And I remember you you laughed in my face when you saw me. (laughs) You you dissolved into giggles. (laughs) I don't remember that, but that's inappropriate by me. I apologize. (laughs) Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, I do have another quiz question, but I'll wait until uh, Hugh gets back. Although when he gets back, he'll be like, you could have just kept going. I was in the for two minutes. 
He's off, he's off to his commode. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you surely you just bring the commode to the... There he is, back again. <laughs> I mean, you know I, I hear all I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes it all the sweeter. Where were you um, on the commode? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, my second question is that in the... This is a third third and final quiz question. This is. Ooh, Do you not have yeah. another one, Michael? You have another one. Yeah. A four-question quiz? Guys, this isn't the Christmas oh, no, hour. I We're think... going 133%, Michael. <laughs> I think, I, I think you're going to want it. Um, right. So in the early days of cinema, cinema was an acronym for Come In, No Eating, Maximum Audience. <laughs> is this <laughs> a true or false? What's the question? What's the question? <laughs> I love that you didn't even ask the question. You forgot it was a true or false. You were so excited. Um... Onya, so I mean, obviously, we'll, I mean, if you really want us to answer the question, we will. I want to know what other options you came up with. Uh, my other one was come in, no eating, maximum aft, like at the like the size of the screen, like they're all gonna be aft on that. You know? is, is that a what? word? Who's <laughs> ever said that ever? No one has ever ever said that. Oh god. Uh, anyway, it's a fault, Michael. As I say, I knew you'd, you'd want to do your your your, your question, so. Okay, okay. Uh, question four. Um, so I'm going to give you three cinema facts. Uh, and you, one of them, again, is made up. So AMC Cinemas, the largest movie chain in the US, has a refund policy which allows you to get your money back within the first 30 minutes of a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world's only horse cinema is in Louisville, Kentucky, and it includes horse snacks, padded horse stalls, and horse-themed film uh, uh, festivals. <laughs> he lied. And then uh, the final, the final, the final piece is uh, Korean cinemas serve dried cuttlefish as a popcorn topping. You look so happy, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the second one is so elaborately and baroquely false. <laughs> I mean, he, but he spent so maybe that's why he spent so little effort making up his other one. He was too busy with this. I mean, Kentucky. So is he? If he's made this up, has he chosen that because the Kentucky Derby is obviously a big race, and maybe yeah. that's the link to horses? Unless of course, is that like how they like to chill out before the big races to go watch a movie? Michael? Yeah, or after. Well, it's also it's a state with a large population of horses. You know. Yeah, well, so. it's got a huge aft of horses. Um. <laughs> Even that makes it sound like yeah, he's he's googled what state has the most horses. Yeah, but people don't wander around with horses. In like, if he had said like <laughs> co- like Wyoming or something mm. like that, where like legitimately someone could like come in on a horse and watch a movie, but like Kentucky is like either mountainous or or pretty be yeah, right. I mean, Louisville is an actual urbane. city but the horses that are in Kentucky are like primo horses you know they're celebrity horses whereas the ones in Wyoming you're not paying for a cinema ticket for that horse, what was your first you know? question yeah. what was the first one uh, the thing about the refund policy 30 minutes oh yeah film. that's that sounds that sounds entirely plausible as does cuttlefish on popcorn that could, be, that could be quite nice. I think yeah. I think cuttlefish is pure Michael. I think cuttlefish is so Michael. Give <laughs> us the, the, the horse uh, amenities that they get again. So horse uh, snacks, mm-hmm. uh, padded horse stalls for them to mm-hmm. be in when they're watching the yeah. film, and then horse-themed film festivals. So, no, you know, they, they, they put on... So do you mean Black they, Beauty. Do they put on Seabiscuit? Black Beauty. <laughs> Any other horse uh, films? 
Warhorse. Okay, that's three. Um, uh, uh, what about a western? It's just a lot of westerns. Yeah, neighbors. They like nay, you know. Um, yeah, that's, it. that's all I've got. <laughs> okay, are we saying the horses are made up, Ross? Uh, like completely, hundred percent. I don't know how you guys see through me. Yeah, yeah, the horses made up. <laughs> You went too far. You flew through coat. It was the padded horse stalls. That was too far. Yeah. I got too cocky. Yeah, I got too cocky. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. galloped yeah. too close to the projector on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, first question. I came out 100%, you. Hugh. We're absolute cinema experts. <laughs> I mean, 100, 100 out of the 133. Yeah. So if we ask no. that way, yeah. that's fair I enough. Know. Yeah. No, that other no, 133 out of one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The bathroom thing was rubbish. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we definitely got that one right. Yeah. Anyway, first thing I want to ask you is: come in. when you go to the s- <laughs> yeah no maximum maximum, no audience. maximum audience maximum amount. <laughs> I so when you go to the cinema, I want I want to talk about snack preferences first. What are you eating? Firstly, are you bringing it yourself? Are you buying it there? What are you going for, Ross? What do you do when you get into the cinema? Do you want to eat when you're watching a film? Um, sometimes, if it's if it's a kind of if it's a shitty film. Uh, if it's a kind of <laughs> blockbustery occasion, um, I have I have an unfortunate. Well, it's not unfortunate. I, I just I, I, I have emotions tied up with it. Uh, I've got a, I've got an unfortunate enjoyment for um, gummy sweets. Ooh, and, uh, you dog! I, I enjoy a, I enjoy a, a, a gummy sweet from the undoubtedly absolutely filthy. Uh, pick and mix. Uh, okay, so Ross, you're standing. You're standing at the pick and mix wall. You've got a medium sized cup that you've just paid eighteen euro for. What are you <laughs> filling that bad boy with? Um, what, what shovel do you pick up first? Nothing, nothing, <laughs> but, the, nothing but the teeth. Uh, oh, milk teeth are very high up there. Although they're not nearly as good as they used to be because they're not dusty. They don't taste like milk. They taste like a weird kind of fruit gummy thing. Obviously, I <laughs> they are dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say you're a great man. A great man for a yard of strawberry. Are you? Oh no 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 no! It's not gummy enough. It's okay. too tacky. I want I want something where it's like you can really tell the number of animal knuckles that have been rendered down in order for you to eat them. <laughs> um, the fried egg. Um, yeah, they're they're okay. Like if 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 you're if you're stuck, you go for it. But I go for like you know the little the the pairs of cherries, yeah, uh, or the cherry oh, cola, yeah. or the cola bottle, or the weird pink and blue bubble gum. That tastes bottle. like shopping detergent or washing detergent. Yeah, exactly. Detergent. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, pink yeah. and blue. Yeah, bottle. yeah, yeah. Um, I do like to put in no more and no fewer than two foam bananas. Um, <laughs> I love a foam banana. And how big are the foam bananas? <laughs> they're, 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 I'd say they're as big as two knuckles on your little finger. Okay. Okay. I don't know that I'm familiar with them. When you uh, say foam banana. They're, 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 they're a foam banana, you know? It's, it's, like a, it's, it's a, a foamy banana. Brittle, it's a brittle foam. It's not a soft foam now. Yeah, like it, you you bite it and it, and it kind of breaks. It breaks. Yeah. It's kind it's, of crumbly. It's more like, it's more like an eraser. Yeah, it's in the same yeah, family yeah, yeah. as the foam shrimps. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Well, distant, distantly related. Um, yeah. mm. but, same genus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting fun fact uh, that that fake shrimp flavor in the in the in the foam shrimps. That's actually what shrimps used to taste like in the fifties. <laughs> How disgusting would that be? Shrimp <laughs> jelly. 
uh, it's big in Korea. Uh, no, it's absolutely not. Um, the uh, I do enjoy though when you go to the cinema in in, in another country. Uh, mm, like when yeah. you're on the continent in Europe yeah. and you go to one of those stalls and it's like all <laughs> Haribo sweets, but it's all the weird European Haribo sweets. Yeah, so it's yeah. just lots of like ambiguously flavored gummies covered in like small hard balls of sugar. I remember yeah. I remember getting a, a bag of, uh, you know, the, 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 the completely clear, like the glass colored gummy bears. The nicest the entire gummy bear. bag. An entire bag of those, but on mass, it's disgusting. Like it is not. They're not nice when they're all when they're. No. They're the that's the, they're the gold bears, aren't they? No, the yeah. the, the, the the clear ones. Yeah, but they're uh, they're the, the, the brand is the Haribo Gold Bear. Oh, the okay. Golden Baron. The Golden Baron. Golden Baron. Yeah. 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 Your German is really progressing you. Hmm. Um, <laughs> when I go to the, I'd be in Gold Baron in das Kino, bitte. <laughs> When I go to the uh, to the, the pick and mix, kind of kind of get get essen. maximum audience audience and flawless flawless and respectful. Like uh, when I go to the pick and mix, I'm uh, I'm some man for a chocolate mouse now. Are you? They're yeah. terrible. The chocolate's yeah. not real chocolate. Yeah. It's like chocolate. But they kind of taste. Yeah, it's like a ghost of chocolate. Mm. Why would you get real chocolate? It's kind of soapy. Oh, isn't they're it? terrible. You know? Yeah. So why but, are you but, going uh, there? I like the pink ones. There, it's a little, there's something about it. I don't know. I like it. That's I like sweet. it a lot. You know. And then what I'll do is to from to, to maximize the space. What you got to do is whatever you put in that cup, you got to then shake the chocolate raisins over it to fill up all the crevices. So you're getting a solid mass. You know. Chocolate yeah. raisins. Yeah. Chocolate raisins. Yeah, are you doing an ad read for them, Ross? <laughs> Genuinely, like you actually yeah. choose those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with the chocolate? Do you know raisin? what? I'm gonna say it. I don't mind a chocolate raisin. I don't mind one. Thank you, Annie. I understand why they're producers and not hosts, mm. you, yeah. because they're gastronomic sex offenders. <laughs> Hugh, what do you get in the cinema? Hugh brings bread that he made himself. I don't see the need to, to, to have to eat in the cinema. You know, I don't see it's like, oh, well, I'm going to cinema, so therefore I must buy this. I think on the rare occasion I go to the cinema, I have usually just eaten But you are an eat. absolute devil. I nearly swore so much there. You're an absolute <laughs> devil for the, like, we've gone for a meal. I actually had something at home beforehand. So you can send back that meal. So untrue. So untrue. When have I met you for dinner and not eating You came dinner? to my house and you ate four hands out of a bowl. <laughs> yeah. Okay, going, meeting you for a meal yeah. does not equate to going to your house to record a podcast for some of you who haven't eaten and are therefore going to delay the podcast by ordering an Indian. <laughs> In fairness to you, it did make us very sweaty. It did. Yeah. Um, no, I suppose my, my go-to would have been more uh, more like a big bag of um, fruit Bangers and mash in a freezer bag. Or jelly bag. Tots or something like that. Like those sort of ones. I was never a massive yeah. popcorn guy in the cinema, you know? Yeah. I, I, I've never been a huge popcorn in the cinema person for for various reasons. One, and especially as I get older, it's, it's an awful lot of salt. Like an almost... An almost yeah. dangerous quantity of salt <laughs> from a pure kind Paralyzing of blood pressure kind of uh, <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's uh, also such an impractical food because yeah. I'm one of those people. I can't eat a croissant, a croissant, or popcorn <laughs> without it going all over me. 
Like, who are these people who are nimbly just eating one or two pieces and their clothes remain unscathed? Like, it's... I did eventually have to give up on the great dream that was eating a small tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream in the cinema after I did it three times, and all three times I left the cinema realising that half of the ice cream was actually all over my shirt. Um, I'm just not an ice cream in the dark kind of boy, and uh, I've had to come to terms with that. Um, Anya, what do you get in the cinema? Uh, what do I get in the cinema? Uh, prob- Anya goes in and gets a big tray of chilli for €27. Euro. That's what she gets. A big tray of chilli? Yeah. Oh, the yeah, nachos. Yeah. I'll, have, yeah. I'll have the nachos and the cheese, um, please. Extra cheese. No, I tr- like uh, popcorn. I get, like one of the, like uh, if I'm with somebody, uh, a big thing of popcorn between two. Ooh. And then sometimes Ooh. sneak in some Maltesers, throw those into the popcorn. That's what I do. Yeah. Pro move. And then I'm getting, yeah. uh, I'm getting a Coke Zero in a comedy sized, but they're not as big as they used to be. They used to be more impressive. Maybe I've gotten, yeah, maybe yeah. my hands have gotten bigger since I was a child. But they used to be. But they, Maybe they used to be. They used to be it's these like gallons, like big gulps, sort of things, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then, like Ross, I, I I long for the the dream of the Ben and Jerry, but it's never it's never that nice. It's impractical. Yeah. It's also like two scoops. So, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like two yeah. spoonfuls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. just yeah. a nice amount. Yeah. Michael, what do you get? Me? Chocolate mice everywhere. That's it, but you're not getting anything else. Chocolate mice, chocolate raisins, the two worst things in the in the Pikmin. When I, when I go in there, so with my stomach, what I'm doing, I'm, I'm laying down a base layer of popcorn. Okay, so I'm going to get a medium to large level layer of popcorn. Then I will be going for the expensive hot dog, and then throughout I'll be eating my uh, pink chocolate mice. That's kind of, so I generally don't feel quite So how much do you right. drop at the concession stand? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's Therese's greatest monster. Like a trip to the, <laughs> a trip to the cinema. A trip to the cinema. Like 70 back, to 80 like, quid a head. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> not, not, not a head, but like, like, yeah, like you were paying for parking as well. Yeah, you could be, it could be a hundred euro. How like, much, have be, you ever yeah. snuck anything into Jesus. the cinema? Oh, definitely. I brought, I brought in pizza. pizza. That's impressive. A pizza? Nine years ago, I was at the, uh, in school, I was at the Pizza Hut buffet, and I was like, well, I mean, this is all you can eat. Took a couple of slices. Next thing you know, I'm watching the Lizzie McGuire movie. But where did you secrete them about yourself? I uh, brought them in a napkin, put them in my handbag. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you see no one searching on your handbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I've, I think I've brought a vegetarian burger from home into the cinema in the last couple of years. Oh my god, that must smell so. When you say from home, like so, how long after it's been cooked? Your handbag must be gross. You, know, you put that like, in that's... a plastic bag. I can halfway done that. I brought a sandwich. I'd say you do great business in the commode after that. <laughs> a sweaty, a sweaty cinema temperature. Bean burger. Sodden. Bean burger. And yet, still fulsome of bouquet. I brought a yogurt. (laughs) This is a very strange competition between yourself and Michael. Is this this something where you really don't want someone to sit beside you? Yeah, but a bag of blueberries isn't going to do any harm. You'd love that. Yeah, I would. It's true. Yeah, and we always book the uh, the recliner seats with the the thing, so no one's really near you. So you you just have a yogurt and a nap. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, it's great. You're like, you're like a two-year-old. No, I was going to say like a pensioner just going in to pass the time when it's a bit chilly outside. Well, actually, during the summer, during the heat wave, uh, we did go to cinema one night to Top Gun Two, actually, to just to escape the the heat, and it's a fantastic way uh, to, yeah, to spend yeah. some time in climate-controlled bliss. 
so walking through the cinema experience, right? We're we're in. We've probably got our tickets at the stage. We've all hit the various concession stands that we need for yeah. art to, to to get through this. Um, where are you sitting in the cinema? Do you want to be front row? Do you want to be you know, your eyeballs blasted at the screen? Do you want to be back row, canoodling? I don't know. Well, or one you know, thing is the cinemas have gotten rid of the double seats. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely yeah. scandalous. The little benches at the in the back row and <laughs> along the side of the screen, yeah. which is always such a weird place to put them. I won't go to the cinema unless I'm in one of those recliner seats, and they're only in the first two rows. <laughs> oh, really? Mm. What? But they're lovely. They're lovely. I won't go. I won't go. I won't do it. You won't. You'll only go. you will only sit in the most ludicrous seat, eating your lukewarm bean burger. <laughs> Getting a tan because you're so close to the screen. But you're not too close to the screen. No, you're not. You're not because you're the way you're reclining. It's amazing. And I'm just just looking at the ceiling. Once you've sat in them, you can't. I couldn't go back to a normal seat. You're mad. I look through and I'm like, no, that's that film's moved to one of the smaller ones. If it's not in one of the bigger screens with the recliner, I'm not going. Yeah, put the yogurts back in the fridge. I'll, I'll see a lot of terrible films. Just because of the recliner. So you booked the seat <laughs> rather than the film. Oh, I don't really care about the the film. <laughs> Do you even like the cinema? Will you? I love the cinema, but I like I like. I... <laughs> so you go there to recline in a cool place and eat cold vegetarian burgers. And the cinema is kind of, like the fact that there's a movie on is kind of. Would you now? Here's a here's a genuine question. Would you prefer the cinema if instead of like running the movie? They just ran like an hour and a half of the cinema ads and trailers. I thought you were going to say if they just played like The American Office. Yes. <laughs> I know you'd like that. What about just ads and trailers? I'd say I'd love that. I love watching the trailers. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Do you ever, and even when they're bad films, because obviously you don't know. Like tr- They're obviously putting the best bit out there. Are you ever in the cinema, though, when you see a trailer for something comes up? And you're like, God, that looks amazing. And then everyone else is like, Jesus, that looks like the worst thing ever, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so demoralising, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I hate that when, when you go and you realise you're having a very different reaction to it to, to everybody else. Like, Ross, I think I was with you this, this time. We went to see what Richard did, which is a harrowing meditation on yeah. class. And, yeah. and one of and you, you told me in the car... the whole way through. <laughs> Someone told me on the way there, you were like, it's like the Inbetweeners movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I love the trailers and I love how loud the trailers are. And it's like, it's, you're like, oh, wow. God, that's so And serious. even, what about like, the, even the ads? Like, do you love seeing a toothpaste ad in the cinema? No, I don't think that should be allowed. No, okay. No, I think it should be nothing but movies. I, Especially obscure movies that I'll never see, you know? I enjoy the ads in well, cinemas more than the trailers, so because the apparently, at least in Ireland, it's so cheap to advertise in the cinema because nobody really? does it. You get all these really weird ads for like Maguire know, family sofas. Exactly. I mean, can we get a legitimate likes ad reel in? Well I mean can we Absolutely. do that? That'd be amazing. Absolutely. Like you're making yeah. enough money off this. Michael, like we all know that. <laughs> oh, look, almost, it's, almost too much. Yeah. There is usually yeah. a fair bit of road safety and water safety ads in there. Ah, no, no, come on off it. Float to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what? What? When you're, when you're, so you're, you've gone in. You're, you're picking your seat. What are when you look around you? What other types of cinema goers do you tend to observe? You know, what are the people that you don't want to get? Old stuck men beside? on their own. Me crying. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then and then reassuringly saying to myself, but isn't it great that they're out? It's so it's so much better that they're out of the cinema than that they're home well, here, alone. My question is, do you prefer an empty cinema or a full cinema? Empty, right? I think it has. I think it has to be. It has to be one, one of either. Like definitely the best cinema experience I've had was watching James Bond film by myself as the only person in the cinema. It was like ten thirty in the morning. Only person there. Incredible. I had like so much food. It was just great. But uh, but 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 going to see like a big film with a like packed house on the first night or whatever. That's a great the first night. What is this? The 1950s? Michael, how many? How many? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Open it night Thursday. Michael's coming to the show. Michael, how many premieres do you go to? But first, some news from the from the Viet Cong. See here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the news reel. Uh, Walter Cronkite's going to interrupt the showing of the film. You know, because, hold on now. Don't put on that second reel, though. I'm sorry to tell you the Pope has died. Oh, in Vietnam. <laughs> Like, do you, do you enjoy, like, the pause where they call out the draft numbers, Michael? <laughs> oh, for Michael's wrong in Canada. Are going, no, like, are you going with your best girl? Are you going to the look yeah, point I'm, afterwards, you know? I'm buying my war bonds on the way in from the concession stand. Yeah. <laughs> opening nights? Yeah, so yeah. opening nights do you go to? Well, it's different to being the premiere. I mean, Hugh, you and I have been to movie premiere. Yeah. Premiere. Will Ferrell gave us tickets to Anchorman 2. That's a true story, which I'll not elaborate on. Go on. He did. He did. Um, and, uh, but no, but then there's then there's the first night. The first night I really, when I, you know, like I'm thinking about, uh, I think again, Hugh, you and I went to uh, The Dark Knight on its first night, possibly also with Ross, right? Yeah, I think I so. I wasn't there. No? Maybe, maybe, yeah. But like, that was great. I think Pat I was in hospital. In the Savoy. I think I was on the commode. Was... I think I actually was. <laughs> I'm going to Google when the Dark Knight came out. Before this presentation of the Dark Knight, we bring you some news from Burma. I don't know, Michael, what are you doing? Like, what? Opening night. Get out of here. Opening night. Opening night. I don't don't love this energy for myself, but I agree with Michael. Um, Thanks, Ross. Yeah, going going to an opening night of a big movie... It is a fun experience. Yeah. I've done it for a Star yeah. War. I've done it for a James Bond. I've done it for uh, uh, something else. Uh, def- definitely a Batman. A Fast um, and the Furious? Uh, not for a Fast and the Furious, but I would consider it. But it is that kind of like big, you know, yeah. there's, there's there's lots of people. People are excited. You know, you, you, you make a thing yeah. of it. You yeah, go for some pasta beforehand. There's that newspaper it's a headline thing. that said Dewey defeated Truman. So they're just thrilled, you know. <laughs> Nah, see I, I, I've got to say I do like a busy cinema especially yeah. when it's like when I went to see that Top Gun 2 I was nearly on my seat mm. you know it's a very uh, presumably that would be very difficult because it had reclined yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like you, you want to get very enthusiastic and other people gasping and yeah. shouting around you you know yeah, it feels like you go through a real experience. Well, I feel, yeah. and like, so I, I, again, obviously I don't watch horror movies, but I feel horror movies is probably a situation where you do want a busy cinema, do you? Because you want oh, to. Yeah, there's a lot of don'ts in your life, isn't there, Hugh? Yeah. I don't yeah. drink soft drinks. I don't eat meals out. <laughs> I don't I bring don't burgers watch. with me to the cinema. Yeah, what kind of life are you living, Hugh? What kind of, what are you well, doing? Here's a question for you all. How often do you go to the cinema? That's enough. Michael. I mean... I think I've been to the cinema twice in the last three years, okay. but I do love pre children, Michael. How often did you go to and the pre, cinema? And pre children and pre COVID, probably once every two months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so not all the time, but but frequently enough. Yeah. Uh, Ross? Yeah, yeah. Again, I guess let's be talking pre COVID times. Yeah. Pre COVID and pre Michael's kids. Um, <laughs> I think. 
I like I could have been going every two weeks. Okay. Yeah. On you. You're a, uh, I'd say like Michael, maybe once every two months, sort of thing. Well, you don't even like the cinema. You I'm just only, uh, you just go to a Harvey Norman, sit in a lazy boy, and have a yakult. <laughs> <laughs> or a yacht. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once every two months. What about you, Hugh? Oh, like, I mean, I I think I went years without going to the cinema for a while, you know. Um, but I think, but I, but but in that in that bizarre way of mine, I feel like every now and then I'm like, God, I should go every week after school on a Thursday, you know. Yeah. And, and I yeah. and I feel I could get into that going to like four Absolutely. o'clock showings of things, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I haven't yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, basically, Anya, there was a very long yeah. time where uh, I didn't go to cinema, and then. I suppose some of my friends started asking me if I wanted to go to the cinema with them, which clearly they hadn't done before. I presume it was some sort of Outreach. initiative or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you got stamps for it or something, you know, like. Here's one, right? <laughs> some scouts got a badge. Yeah. Bring, t- bring 10 Hughes, get to bring a friend. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a carpool situation. <laughs> You don't get any points unless there's a Q on your team. They score double. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The friend equivalent of a lady. What do you think of uh, the cinema as a date experience? Have you gone on any cinema dates? No, I mean, presumably as a first date, it's terrible, is it? As someone who's gone on several first dates in the cinema as a younger man, uh, they were kind of terrible, but I was also just terrible at dates. So, <laughs> I suppose it's the question. I suppose if you're if you're at a young enough age where maybe you don't actually want to talk to the person on the first date, yeah. maybe they're ideal. But yeah. and you don't exactly have money to take them out to, you know, the local steakhouse or no. whatever the local cocktail bar, <laughs> bean burgery. Um, Anya, what about you? Uh, I don't have ever been, been on, on a, your share of dates now. I don't think I've ever been on a first date to the cinema, mm. but I've been on an early date to the cinema, and I think it's well, it's kind of funny, but it's horrific because every <laughs> every time they kind of move it on their seat, you're just like, what do I look like in profile? What do I look like in profile? Like, what do I look like in profile? <laughs> it's just, it's a very you can't you can't. I went to see Taken Two on a date, uh, <laughs> and um, it was not because of the cinema, just one of the most tense two hours of my life. Because you're just very preoccupied with how you're how you're looking and am I, am I um like am I doing anything weird and you can't eat any of the f- and did he have did he have yogurt as well? Oh no no we had a pa- I think we had like a packet of minstrels maybe and sharing them was they just shared a quiche. <laughs> but sharing the minstrels was just an excruciating experience because it's like somebody you don't know very well and you're periodically putting your sweaty hands into a bag of Ooh. minstrels like it's just why, why so sweaty because you're nervous you're nervous and um, <laughs> you're, because all of the salt is drawing the moisture out of your hands <laughs> yeah you're um, brining yourself <laughs> and then also can I just say on a date I, I hate it because there's a lot of upfront money being exchanged so it's not like at the yeah. end of the meal it's like very early on in the interaction it's like you get to the ticket desk two for taken two and then there's the horrible dance of the wallets Me- i guess in one way though it's nice that that you can if 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 one wants to one person can get the tickets and one person the the, the food yeah or you could just meet, meet at the seat you could just meet the food is so expensive get the tickets just 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 meet no. at the seat just be like i'll see you i'll see you in, in, in 8f you know is that what you do also, is eight, I'm just saying. Is that a euphemism? 
feel if we want to short circuit all this awkwardness, be like, I'll see you after the trailer's in the seat, you know? So. Yeah, I don't know, me pretending to reach for my wallet, no real intention. I'll be waiting in the bathroom until then with my hot dog. I I, th- I think it could be a nice thing to do in a, in a kind of a more established relationship. Yeah. As a kind of like a, a date a date type activity. I, I would be a fan now of going to an earlier showing and then being able to like go for a later supper or a drink afterwards. Yeah. And then you can discuss the film. So I think that could be quite enjoyable. I'm always mm-hmm. the person who wants to discuss the film, whereas all of my friends are like, right, goodbye now. <laughs> Fil- film's over fuck off yeah I like a, I like the discussion afterwards it's very important what did you have to say about Taken 2 um <laughs> nothing that can't go in um <laughs> oh, what tell us what <laughs> so it was, was going to be, be like, there wasn't much talking about I was going to say you just wear in the face of <laughs> Uh, no, we didn't. We didn't actually. It was. It was, it was uh, uh, we, we, we. We. I don't know what we said about taking two. It was more of a uh, physical relationship. Michael, have you ever gone on a first date to cinema? Not a first date. No, 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 no. But I agree with you. As an early date, it's not a good. It's not a good move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's not because you don't get a you don't get to talk that much. You know, that's it. Um, What's your conversation about on dates? The war effort. Me. Rationing. <laughs> Keeping the lower classes down. Like the proletariat. How you're being smuggled into Canada. How if we'd all voted for Lindbergh, we wouldn't be in this blasted war. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we'll ever fall in love with the cinema? You know, you can watch pretty much everything at home now. Is there a reason to still keep going? Yeah. Yeah. It's a legitimate like, isn't it? Oh, isn't whoa, it? Whoa, We're whoa. not going to say. Hold your horses there, Michael. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, did you did did you miss the cinema during COVID? Yes. Yes, and I will also say, and this is something that many people have said to me in a similar situation, which is that when you have kids, you're not really going to get a babysitter to go out and go to the cinema. So it's just something that doesn't really happen, and you miss it a lot. I mean, know? people so, do that, yeah. Michael. People get babysitters so that they can go to the cinema. Yeah, but you're more likely to go to like have a mood, you know, you're go, you're getting a babysitter because you're going to a wedding or you're going for dinner. I actually have an early memory of being sent to my grandparents' house for it to be babysat for the night because my I parents were going people to do that. My parents were going to see Schindler's List, and that's a real early memory <laughs> that I have. Yeah, yeah and then they came back and told us about it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, loads of people get babysitters to go to the cinema. Not me. Not me. No. It's just because you're too cheap, though. <laughs> well, when he's spending 140 quid on food, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't. Do you know what I love about the cinema is the uh, getting the Chateaubriand you know, in the cinema. You know, when you're walking in to that little lobby, the kind of ante room between the, you know, when you're or, yes, you know, when you, oh, and you yeah. hear the the bass and the smell of the butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always sounds like there's a helicopter like taking off somewhere. I love that. I yeah, and it yeah, doesn't do matter. Like it could it. be you could be going in to watch a sensitive, like French foreign language film, and it's it just still always sounds like. Doosh. Should we just keep doing the noise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that chocolat <laughs> avec Juliette Binoche. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Doosh, doosh, doosh. <laughs> I think I would like to go and see like re-releases. I'd love to see like some of my favorite films in the cinema. Yeah, what you would know? you like to see? Die Hard, Back to the Future. I guess maybe like The Godfather or something like that. Oh, that'd be so but... boring. It's so long. 
I... You don't care. You don't care. You don't care about films. You don't care what a film's like. I like you films. That's what the Academy said at the time. I'd like to watch... Uh, I went to see uh, Four Weddings at a drive-in cinema last year. And that was brilliant. Uh, as a drive-in movie. Really enjoyed that. And was that a BYOY situation? Sorry? Bring your own yoghurt. Oh, you can bring whatever you want to, sure. It's your own car. Whatever you have yourself. I do think that we are missing out on, at least in Ireland, because I think, at least I have this like romantic picture in my head of places like Paris and New York, where they have cinemas that show old movies or older movies or classic movies and stuff like that. Because I think there is something different about watching something in the cinema. Yeah. Do you want to go to one of those cinemas that has like the big thing awning that's coming out with the like where they have to put the letters up on it and it's like yeah. day showing yeah, you know, yeah it's horror sundays at the whatever uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what i want to do two please for the the yeah I, I think it's a pity that they don't show more not even old films just older films yeah mm. like mod- modern classics so final final judgments legitimate mike ross i think so i think despite the fact that i think films are getting or cinema films in a way are kind of getting a bit more homogeneous or you know they're all kind of turning into the same Joss Whedon written over uh, overly long overly explosiony film I do still love just going to the cinema like the ritual of it the shared experience of it all like I don't know there is it can have a different kind of impact on you I think going to a big cinema screen on the opening night of that you know that when they restarted the Star Wars films, like that was a re- cool experience, and I, I'll remember mm-hmm. that. I know it's kind of fun. Or even just go, like, I'll go to the cinema to my, by myself and just going to see, you know, uh, Little Women on a winter's afternoon uh, yeah. and having an old cry. You know, why not? It's great. And then you go into the cinema afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Ross, your verdict is? I know, it has to be a legitimate, like, it has to be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I. As as has been made clear, I I don't necessarily have as strong a relationship with the cinema as other people. I, I don't go very frequently at all. But I will say that any time I'm there, I do enjoy it. And so I think that is that is a, a that's probably the deciding factor. I think I'm going to join Ross in his vote and say that it is legitimate. Like I mean, also I know that if I vote it down and if it goes to a tiebreaker, I know it's going to get passed anyway. So I think I'll just uh, <laughs> you know rather than rather than being a curmudgeon for once, I think I'll I'll yeah. say it is a legitimate like and. I suppose for me, like my my experience with the cinema might be different, but to put it in an acronym, I would say cautious integrity, natural exile, mild applause. Oh, That's very good. <laughs> Onion Michael, I presume you'd be voting yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can't imagine more entertainment and e where okay so you spelled that simia <laughs> i think well, well, i think I that's the I difference between, I, was... I think that's the difference between like urine and urea michael is, there. is there any way i could pass it off as a coincidence you, no you are okay. meant to pass it yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah i love it i love it i think cinema's great it's gonna be around forever it's got a magic to it, you know? So, uh, yeah. Three three utterly separate statements. <laughs> I think the cinema's great. It's going to be around forever. It's got a magic to were it. You, Ony, were you telling me recently about a, a friend who got thrown out of the cinema for, um, for 
we're dancing during a uh, uh, dancing and singing during a non-dancing and singing Mamma Mia adventure. No, Is that no. You? <laughs> that's incredible, though. <laughs> Maybe I was the person. I know, I, I know, but that sounds amazing, and I, I, I love that. Who, who would get annoyed at something like that? At the staff of the cinema, I think. <laughs> but I think it was like you know, consider those like sing along, dance along. Mamma Mia shows yeah. where you can go and like drink yeah. nine bottles of Prosecco beforehand. Uh, you know, like it's a... Uh, uh, like an enormous hen, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. a massive hen party. And uh, yeah, every, everyone sings and, and dances or whatever. And yeah, so we went to see, with their friends, went to see, you know, Mamma Mia recently enough and uh, was one of those showings. And they were, you know, one of them was up singing and dancing in the aisles. <laughs> this was squirted out by... Presumably, sixteen-year-old cinema security. Yeah, we we talked about you working in retail earlier, Anya. Would you like to work in the cinema? Yes. I mean, not now, but like, okay. What job? We always play this. What jobs would you like in the cinema? I mean, if you're ushering, you get to see the film, don't you? The film. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ushering, uh, you get projectionist. To see the <laughs> projectionist. Do you want to be? You yeah, want to be in the box? No projectionist. There's no project. Mike, they do in Michael's reality. It's <laughs> <laughs> a man. Yeah, that's true. Instead of a paradiso here. You have to go to university to be a projectionist in Michael's time. Uh, Say that, we've lost the third rail. <laughs> um, I don't think the usher stays in the cinema anymore, though, Hugh. Do they not? There's never sure, someone the, stays in to kick out the people who are singing and dancing. A yeah. youth kind of potters in at the start, but that's all gone. That's all gone. So then There are like two people running the cinema yeah there's, now, there's, you're, no now you're there. either yeah. on concessions on the tickets or on the cleaning up the puke and the and the yeah, popcorn I mean, you don't want that one yeah i i think i think pick and mix stand person uh car park Sorry. attendant pick and mix stand person is this the same mythical person who you think puts the trays away at the airport is there? Do you just do you just I, throw I throw the little the little scoop on the floor and like ah someone will put it back in the seat it's fine. Yeah, no, the, the PNMP will pick that up. Oh ooh, ooh, no the maybe the Ben and Jerry's attendant. Oh yeah yeah okay. Oh your hands yeah. get so cold. They have gloves on. No okay maybe pick a mix. What do you say? Well you use a scoop you don't use your hands. <laughs> Just, I, you, you, you make your hand. You make your hand as a shovel, and then exactly. slop it into a little. Yeah, slough it into a tub, and then warm your hand in the kind of milky warm water bucket, and then go again for another scoop. Underground car park attendant. People out when they couldn't find their ticket, you know. As always, Hugh takes the mole person option. Yeah. Michael, what would you pick? Projectionist in the box. That's not a job. <laughs> it is. It's it got all the status. Exist, Michael. The film's film isn't on without me. You you could be uh, like the accountant or like the the person who's <laughs> only there during the day. You know what I mean? CFO, <laughs> we need to, chief film officer. We, we need to raise the prices on these chocolate mice. <laughs> these these milk duds are far too cheap for those children. <laughs> We've taken a bath on the foam bananas this month. <laughs> The only way out is to make the popcorn three times larger and four times more expensive. <laughs> and I can wear one of those caps, like a green a visor. visor kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is just a mock-up, but have we ever thought of just putting chairs inside the popcorn box and showing the film inside the popcorn? Michael, what are those green visors meant for? Are they kind of bookies visors or something? Yeah. I- yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it, I think it it's was... so that the light is green, so that you can tell if the money is fake. 
Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that was so well I was Ross. definitely the person who told, who told you that what Richard did was like the in-betweeners. I know. <laughs> Ross has a long, long history of um, playing... Um, L- lying. Lying. Yeah. <laughs> Ross once told me as I was about to eat a packet of crisps that, Anya, you're allergic to those, and I threw them on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I once convinced Anya that she was allergic to crisps. It was one of the absolute highlights of my life. Yeah. And, then, and then someone came up to Anya and said, you're a dope. My grandson could have eaten those crisps. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, you guys, cin- cinemas have made it through unscathed. They're legitimate, like absolutely. Yeah, but we've, we've we've put quite a few movies through, and yeah. there has to be somewhere yeah. to watch them. So, yeah, exactly. there's a win for an a- an otherwise ailing industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you've enjoyed your your time. I absolutely have. I've loved us. I've loved us. You know, I've I felt I felt the pressure. Uh, you know, coming on as I said. You know, um, I did. It, it, it's kind of weird to hear you talking about stuff and not be in the shower, uh, but you guys <laughs> told me it would affect the audio negatively. Michael and Anya, thank you so much for producing, as always. Anytime. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We have a big old back catalogue of movies ourselves. I mean, podcasts, movies, <laughs> the same thing. Um, please listen to, to more of our episodes. We've got lots on cinema-related topics. We've done Star Wars, The Matrix, The Godfather. Titanic. Titanic. Harry Potter. Yeah, we've got all sorts of episodes, so please go and listen to them. Follow and rate us five stars wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell a friend about us, because that's by far the best way of letting people know about the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Please get in touch and let us know what you would like to hear next. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.